G'day all, welcome to another episode of the Main Break podcast, proudly brought to you by Pinky's Pizza Warnable. And this week we've got an absolute treat. We've got Sam Marnie from Panmure, and he's playing his 200th senior game for the club this weekend. And it happens to be the uh, the beginning of the Warnable and District League final series. And Panmure is playing South Rovers in an elimination final on Sunday at Allensford Rec Reserve. Um, first up, mate, how are you feeling for the final? Yeah, thanks for that. Um... Pretty good, pretty good. Um, we're going to go in fairly confident. Um, yeah, I think we've our preparation's been pretty good and we've got a pretty strong list, so, yeah, we'll go in confident putting up a good show. Yeah, wonderful. And if just reflecting back to um, your game against South Rovers a little earlier in the season, um, it was only 15 points, the difference. Um, and at least talking to Matho, the Rovers coach, he was saying that it was a really good game from his perspective last time. Do you have? Do you recall that game? I figure you played in it. Yeah, I do. Yeah, it was at Pamura. We always thought they were going to be going to be a tough opposition. Um, they got some very good players, and we thought if we could play our sort of our style, our our game brand, then we'd be able to get a win. I think we sort of got out to a bit of a margin there, and then they they had a late charge at us towards the in the last quarter. So. Probably pretty lucky to get over the line, really. Yeah, excellent. And um, I guess from your perspective, like, um, what do you see as sort of the, their strengths or things you'll, you'll need to look out for on the weekend from memory? Uh, I think they've got a couple of really dangerous players that we'll put a bit of time into, time and effort into. Um, I think their midfield's probably key. I think whoever wins the, the midfield battle will go a long way to, to winning the game. So if we can... If we can limit their damaging players, then that'll that'll help us a fair bit. Hmm. Absolutely, two hundred games, Sam. Um, congrats, as Brian said before. Um, I imagine, obviously, you've been at the club a fair while. Um, is it? Did you play juniors out there? Is that where it all sort of started for you? Or? No, it started juniors at Allensford through yeah. the yeah the under 12, 14, 17 ranks. Uh, played a couple of years of senior footy at Allensford. Um, went to South Warrnambool. Had two two years in the seniors at South Warrnambool. And then come to Pamir and started Pamir in two thousand and ten. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's been a. Then I guess that's you look back on that. That's eleven years ago now, isn't it? It yeah. sort of feels like I still think of two thousand and ten as you know a couple of years ago, really. But um, but yeah, you got some relatives out at, at Pamir as well. Sam, is that right? Or, yeah, I played. Yeah. yeah, got me three brothers that play there as well, and my cousin Tom Wright. Um, don't think there's been any other. There's been a few of Tom's sisters have gone through the. The netball side of things, so yeah, it's good to have a, some close family and friends there. Yeah, absolutely. Is it good to obviously Paddy's come back out there in the last couple of years um, as well? Is it? I'd imagine it's been nice to be able to play a bit of footy with your brothers and your cousin and things like that. Yeah, you know, yeah, it is. Yeah. We we all started at Allensford together, and then through through school friends and whatever, we drifted apart and went to to different clubs. But it's been great to be able to get back. And the dad's the the runner of the senior team as well, so it's, there's five of us out on the ground sometimes so it has been good to yeah get back and play with some close family and, and some good mates here yeah absolutely good core group of blokes out there as well that have been there probably a fair while too isn't there which yeah. is which is the thing like and then obviously you've been able to get bannies come back in and um all that it looks like there's a pretty pretty strong sort of group of mates that play out there is that is that the way it is yeah that's right yeah. exactly right yeah we, um yeah, as you said the the core group's probably been there for good part of five or six or seven years and we've been able to bring in some recruits as, as you, everyone needs to do if you're gonna if you're gonna be up the top end and and our juniors like our younger younger fellas 18 19 20 year olds there you know they're some of the key operators in our group so 
we've got a, I think we've got a fairly good spread yes. amongst the playing list. Absolutely. Yeah, I just wanted to pick up on a few things within the sort of 11 years at the club, mate. The, there was the 2012 and 13 premierships, the back-to-back. Were you involved with those at all in the senior grade? Yeah. Yeah, yeah one. I was lucky enough to play in both of them and yeah. some of my best memories in footy. Yeah, can you take us back to um, those games, uh, you know, in terms of what, what you remember when, when you think back to it? Uh, the the lead-up was funny. we come out of 2011, we sort of found it hard to get a coach in 2011 and we um, finished fifth, played an elimination final that year and finished fifth, got beaten by Rovers, funnily enough. <laughs> so, yeah, um, right. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, we were lucky enough to sign up Simon O'Keefe, who was fresh, out, fresh off a of masculine in the, in the Hampton League and he just came in and, and turned the place around really in terms of professionalism and, mm. and um, yeah, picked up some pretty handy players along with him. Um, along with the in the season regard, we're obviously right up the top end for for both those two years. Mm. Probably went into the final series in both years not being the favourite, having yeah, been knocked off sort of late in the year or or early in the final series. Um, and oh, it is test me memory a bit, but mm. I do remember the four point win over the power yeah. in the two thousand and twelve grand finals. It's fairly pretty special moment for the club. It, you know, been a long time since we'd uh, since we'd had a a flag. So mm. yeah, it was they were very special times. Yeah, wonderful. And then I also wanted to pick up on something else that's happened during your time there. Is obviously I think at the end of twenty eighteen the club um, finished bottom of the ladder. And then there's um, there's been this great transition. I think obviously Chris has come on as coach, and um, you made the elimination final in twenty nineteen. I think obviously went down to to old collegians, but in terms of where you guys have come from, from say the end of 2018, um, can you tell us a bit about how that progress actually happened? Like obviously you mentioned something about recruits before, but have you noticed a bit of a change over the last three years? Yeah, def- re- the recruits definitely help, but I think Bandy come in from playing four or five years in the in the Hampton League under some good guidance there, and I think just bring that in with some, some fresh ideas, some fresh drills, I suppose, and just a new... Not not so much a new game plan, but uh, what am I trying to say? Like a, you know, just a fresh approach, and it sort of just rallied everyone up again. Yeah. And with the yeah with the blokes that he brought in, some some key position players, some really top top players. Yeah. You know, it's not sort of hard to turn turn the place around pretty quickly. Yeah, great. So because it sounded like um, I've only been here the three years, but um, it, Paddy came back that year, your brother, um, and then who else sort of came in the door at that time? Um, for the, the ready for the twenty nineteen season that you can remember, or well, who are some of the new faces since that twenty eighteen season? Yeah, Paddy, come back and he's been a really really good perform. Come on as assistant coach and has been yeah. since, um, and has been a yeah very very important part of mm. not just the you know our midfield group but the mm. the team as a whole. Um, we had a few that just. Well, we had a couple that were out from injury through the year and we got them back. Yeah. Um, a couple of kids that sort of pressed their, their cases and had good pre-seasons. Um, yeah. So, yeah, they, they all make big, big differences when they come into the senior side. Yeah, nice. you got some of those blokes as well that are in that probably 20 to 25. Like, obviously, QE's one, like Louis, he's... Um, and there's a couple others around that mark as well. Like, you've got to... It's important to have blokes in that age as well, isn't it, to sort of keep things ticking along because they obviously they um i guess that's probably when you when you're fittest and you know you're able to run out games and things like that yeah 
Yeah, yeah. I think we we cover from probably you know seventeen years of age up to I think Dangers Mead played his three hundred the other week. He's the ripe old age of thirty seven. So <laughs> yeah. we've got a, a very good spread, and you know our some of our eighteen year olds are as you know some of the most important in the side, and you know we get up to to my age bracket. There's a couple you know a year or two older than me, but yep. we sort of, we don't rely on anyone. We you know it's an even spread through through the team and that's what we think is going to hold us in good stead over the final series. Yeah, wonderful. We're talking to Sam Marnie from Pamua Bulldogs, um, thanks to Pinky's Pizza Warnable. And Sam, I just wanted to pick up on, um, yeah, obviously we've mentioned your, your family and your brothers. I don't know all your brothers, so who, obviously I've met Paddy before, but who else, who are your other brothers in the team? Yeah, my older brother Ben, he's based in Melbourne. He's played probably 90% of the the year um, with these covid Restrictions, he can't get down to to oh. play and train anymore, so that makes it a bit hard. And then, oh. yeah, Paddy's younger than me, and then my youngest brother Tom is a farmer in Cobden. He's about twenty five, I think. So, <laughs> yeah. And he, yeah, he's <laughs> somewhere around. There. Uh, goes through the the middle, the midfield as well, and, and into yeah. the back line. So yeah, nice. Okay, so um, uh, was it Ben? Your oh, yep. Yeah, he he unfortunately can't play this weekend. Yeah, yeah, that sucks. Okay, does that um does that impact many people in the group uh, in the senior team that that sort of lockdown or that you can think of or no, nah, it doesn't. He's he's the only one that we miss. Um, okay, yeah, I think everyone else is is fairly fairly local, you know, mm-hmm. Warnable and and surrounding. So we we've, we've been yeah. pretty lucky. Yeah, yeah. it's good. I guess it pays to um. Well, it's one of the benefits, I guess, of not having a lot of blokes that are sort of travelling down. Because a lot of, I guess, there are some clubs that probably will feel that around Victoria, probably that'll feel it harder than others. But to have that local base has probably paid off a bit this year, hasn't it? Really? With oh, definitely. And, stuff yeah. like that, so. and in regards to training, yeah. we we have most of our list trained twice a week, so yep. we really get a chance to you know work closely with the blokes that we're going to be playing with on the weekend. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Absolutely. Tell us a bit about life on the farm. I think you were saying that you were uh, is it a dairy farmer at Wongoom. Can you tell me a bit about that and what sort of your day-to-day life looks like out there? Uh, oh, we milk 200 cows just through a, a herring barn. It's a fairly small operation just between me and my partner and we've got a, mm-hmm. a couple of milkers that, that help out here and there. Um, yeah, well, it's, you know, milk of, of a morning and night and still able to train. Mm. Train twice a week. You've got two, two young kids that enjoy the... The animals and they love the you know the outdoors so yeah nice. I couldn't think of a better better job really oh that's great yeah and yeah it allows you to play footy which is great um has has that always been a good balance for you just having um, obviously your job and, and lifestyle there but um just having the footy outlet at, you know on the Tuesday Thursday and Saturday as well yeah I think you definitely need it sort of last year was a bit hard when we didn't play at all and you were just you know stuck on the farm day in day out but it's good to be able to you know, get away and, and socialise and we're, we're lucky we've got a good a small group of, you know, people at Pamu around my age that are they're in, either running their own show or in, in share farming positions as well. So, you know, it's a really good, um, yeah, social outlook. We get together and we have a beer and we, we can talk farming and footy. and mm. a bit of that, yeah. It's a great, yeah, it's a good little setup at the moment. It's a great place to be. Yeah. How, how is the dairy industry at the moment, Sam? I know it's it's obviously a big part of like Warnables. You know, often people say when the dairy industry is going well, sort of Warnables going well. Like, is it? How's it been of late? Is it has it been going all right? Oh, it's been great. Yeah, yeah. the last couple of years have been fantastic. Yeah, one we've had good seasons. You know, good rainfall, and then yeah, good good spring growth, and then 
the other thing is the the milk prices are, are backing up at the moment so it yep. is yeah it's a really good industry to be in at the moment and i think it's just only going to keep getting better and better we can keep getting young young farmers into you know to make their mark and yeah i think it's it's a great industry it's like anything isn't it you got to keep the the next generation coming through and doing that but like you said it's good it's a it's a really good career path isn't it there's a lifestyle and you know you're outdoors and you know you sort of you know i guess with with lockdown i guess you've you've got the the space out there as well with covid and whatnot like it's not it's probably the place to be in a in a covid time you know you still able to be outside and outdoors and getting out there and having a look at everything yeah and i I think it ties in pretty well with footy like you know it's it's a fairly physically demanding job but i i believe it helps you know the way you play on a saturday and you get up and milk on a sunday morning and you you get to work out all those sore spots and by the time Tuesday rolls around, you you sort of cherry ripe, ready to go. I yeah. find anyway, it's, it's helped me. I yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, Very nice. Yeah, it'd be different to us sitting down all day, you know, after a big match on Saturday, sort of with the desk job. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know some of the young lads. They have a fair crack on the sauce on a Saturday night. Yeah. and sit on the couch all day Sunday. <laughs> yeah, I think you'd be feeling boy. pretty average, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah that's all right. That's all right. Um, just swinging back to the footy, mate. So you, you play through the midfield and the forward line. Is that sort of where you've always played across your 200 games? Yeah, it has been, yeah. Yep. Sort uh, of not blessed with much pace, so I'm sort of <laughs> an inside mid. Try and, try and get my hands on the ball and feed it out to our young fellas that can, can run a bit quicker than I can. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, what, what does that sort of look like for you? Are you sort of you start in the midfield and, and just sort of rest in the forward line, or is it just ha- like a half and half? Yeah, no, we have a a few rotations that work through the bench as well. So you get you spend a bit of time on the ball, a bit of time forward, and then of course you need your your rest as well. So mm. I think that's key with the good sides. You know, you've got that many good. The more the more players you can run rotate through that midfield, then the more rest you get. You know, the better off you can be for the game. Mm. I know um, one of the like I guess Pam Muir's sort of bread and butter over the last few well you know forever really has been pride sort of pride themselves on contested footy and that's been a a big focus. I know speaking to Banny you know a little while ago he sort of said it, it's imp- you got to be mindful of sort of balancing that a bit with your your outside stuff and that's been important. Um, is that something heading into finals you think needs to sort of be at the the forefront of your mind? Like is it getting that inside-outside balance right, you know, going forward. Yeah, definitely. And yeah. I think that's where we play our, our best footy. I think Pam Muir is probably known as a, as a tough, contested side. But yep. we've really, this, or the last two years when, when Bernie's been at the helm, we've really tried to work on that outside spread once we, you know, won in to win the, to win the contest and then, and then spread and try and get it to our, our runners. We have had... Um, you know, problems where we get too many, too many suck to the ball, and, and then yeah. the good teams, the powers, you know, they just get that handball, and, and then they're away. So that's the way we've we've been trying to train and play a bit. As as you know, we've got our our release as well out the back of the pack where we can feed out, and then yeah, away we go. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, great. Um, just lastly, like uh, I was at the game on Saturday against Creek. They were very good. Um, you, uh, you know, everyone was coming off a COVID break, so it's hard to build momentum I guess at the very least was it good to have it just one final game and, and obviously a, a good hit out before the final uh, the elimination final yeah definitely yeah not that it has been hard with the the stop start footy but our most of our list has been getting their their own sessions in so yeah couldn't can't use that as an excuse Russell Creek were very good 
Yeah. Very good. Um, it's probably a good, well, not a good result, but probably not a bad result in the probably better than we didn't go in and win by 10 goals and just sort of, you know, yeah. go through the motions. So yeah. we've got a bit of a reality check and, you know, we'll go back and work up pretty hard at training this week and, mm. and hopefully rectify a few things for the South Rovers game. Great stuff. Excellent, mate. Well, um, yeah, just before we go, any, any sort of, um, you know, uh, other mentions you want to give towards your, your milestone game? Is there anything else you wanted to say on that front? Oh, just a big thanks to the, the footy club. Um, it's a... They've probably got the bit of a vibe. It's a, it's a great place to be. It's been my second home for the last yeah eleven years, and on and off through through cricket as well. So um, yeah, just a big thanks to to everyone involved there. You know, it takes a, a lot of people to to get the you know sides on the park. We've got the easy job really, just going out and playing. So there's a lot of people behind the scenes that, that don't get a mention that probably should. But mm. yeah, I think everyone at PMU just knows you know they play their role, and and that's what makes us such a successful club. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Sam. Um, it's great having you on. And, um, yeah, we thank the sponsor, Piggy's Pizza Warnable, for another episode of the main break. And um, we look forward to the District League finals.